All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to your weekend wrap-up on the Break the Bell podcast. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. It is good to be here. It is great to be here. We are still. We haven't died in nuclear war just yet. 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 World War Three has not quite kicked no. off, but uh, we're still days yeah. away. I'm sure. Do you think we're closer on the doomsday clock than? What I was we were? just actually yeah. gonna. Ask <laughs> that is literally what just popped up in my head. I imagine we lost a few seconds on the sure. doomsday clock All within right. the last couple of weeks. Um, I haven't heard specific like the official. Right. Uh, report yet, but I, I imagine we have to have lost a yeah. couple, well, you know, at least a couple seconds. If COVID had moved us as close as it did, you would think that uh, the whole Russia-Ukraine thing has moved us fast. You would think so. You would think, but I don't know. Maybe uh, the the people that think that like a small nuclear war could uh, actually help climate change, maybe mm. maybe we're actually further from that's true. The doomsday. I didn't even think midnight about that because. Uh, I mean, just a small nuclear crisis right. could actually cool the world. That's true. So who knows? Maybe yeah. we're maybe we're maybe we're doing better because of this Russia That's war. That's true. You know, it, I think people are really underestimating that. You know, we lose a couple million people, and then it cools the earth, and it might be a good thing. We're gonna talk about that more tomorrow because tomorrow I think we're gonna talk, have a nice, uh, fun-filled, light-hearted conversation about nuclear war. Is there any other kind? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what, what's a better topic, uh, a better, like, yeah. you know, uh, things have been way too stressful and too much going on lately. Let's let's have a lighter conversation. Yeah. How about how about nuclear war? How's I like that, it. How's that work? I like so, it. So I think that's what we're going to talk about tomorrow, just because. Because we can. Why yeah. not? Um, I mean... We're fighting a war with Russia. Why not talk about nuclear war? Because that always comes on the table when oh, when things with Russia pop up. It's just like, well, what about nuclear war? It's just like, can you let let's not put any ideas in their <laughs> right, head exactly. over there. It's like, well, we know Putin's got his finger on the button, and Putin's like, actually, I wasn't really thinking that, but <laughs> so you know, now that you mention it, you know, I I, I kind of forgot about my nuclear <laughs> arsenal. So that that's a conversation for tomorrow. We've got plenty more to talk about. Less lighthearted news this week. Before we do, obviously, we got to mention our 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 coffee fix of freedom. Man, I had a major brain fart there. Our sponsors, our coffee fix of freedom. That is yes. Run Your Mouth Coffee. Um, delicious coffee, fresh roasted, delivered straight to your door. Instead of going to the store and picking up some some half-assed kind of gross coffee, why not get delicious coffee delivered straight to you with like a couple clicks of a couple buttons mm -hmm. and then also support free speech in the process because run your mouth coffee just like their name says support your right to run your mouth and say whatever's on your mind without fear of being censored without uh facebook taking your your shit down without youtube censoring you and all that stuff uh run your mouth coffee supports your um freedom of speech your individual rights and your freedom of speech so Support them because they support you in return, and they make delicious coffee. Absolutely, they do. I mean, don't be like uh, uh, the Russian media that's censoring yeah. uh, all the prop U.S. propaganda yeah. over there. <laughs> yeah, you know they don't drink coffee over there. Uh, obviously, it's only Americans. Yeah, communists don't can't afford coffee, <laughs> <laughs> right? Even though Russia's not even a communist nation, <laughs> but for some reason we still mix I know. Russia yeah. and communism all in right. one sense. Like, oh yeah, we don't want to be. We want to fight the commies in Russia. It's like, although I, I had heard that some of the uh, the Russian tanks were flying Soviet flags. Really? Yeah. So that's interesting. Well, they yeah. do keep saying that Putin wants to reestablish the, the right. Soviet border, so maybe he wants to reestablish reestablish communism yeah. in the process. You think he called up all the uh, the prime ministers and presidents, and be like, hey, 
We're getting the band back together. Probably. <laughs> All that to say, drink run your mouth coffee because we're American and we love freedom. Uh, and we have the right to drink delicious coffee. Go to rymcoffee.com. Tell them we sent you by using that promo code, break the bell. You'll get 10% off your purchase and free shipping. And that's awesome. That's so, right. So get a hot steaming cup of freedom. Yes. Do it now. That's it for that. I mentioned a few seconds ago, we have less lighthearted news than uh, than nuclear war to talk about yes. today. And the first topic is that is less lighthearted than nuclear war is... Tom Brady's not retiring anymore. That is the worst thing I could hear next to nuclear war. <laughs> no, I think it's worse than nuclear war. <laughs> it is worse than nuclear war. Uh, let me get because this. if I were to die, at least I'd have the satisfaction of knowing that Tom that Brady Tom was Brady not playing re- football again. Retired, yes. It's like, all I wanted in life was He's for like Tom a freaking cockroach. It's like, dude, just go away. <laughs> well, I had already found this article, and I was going to surprise you with it, and then you sat down, and you're like mid-sentence. You're like, son of a bitch. I was like, what? He's like... Tom Brady's not retiring. I was like, I know, I already I had that. Say that. It's on the yes. agenda. Yes. <coughs> Excuse me. So this is from foxnews.com. It says Tom Brady is coming back to play for Tampa weeks after retirement announcement. Apparently he has some unfinished business that like he's not ready. He's just not ready. Yeah. I, I don't know what that business is. Is it, it another Super Bowl? I, I think he's just pissed. That everybody cheered when he announced his retirement. Probably. There he's was like, not one sad person out there. It was like, yes! He's like, I'm going to do this again, but this time I'm I'm not. I'm going to keep teasing this until you all stop, exactly. stop cheering for me. I want you to be sad. <laughs> I can't smoke during this because my lighter freaking died. <laughs> I, I noticed that, and I, I don't have a light on me, so I apologize. <laughs> Just, I guess I'll go nicotine-free in this episode, and oh, you'll see me he's start throwing He's going to get angry. <laughs> No, I, I smoked a little bit ago, so I should be able to hold myself over. All right. Anyway, not as angry as you at Tom Brady not retiring. Yeah. So it says, Tom Brady is an NFL player again. That's how it starts out. I thought it, I, I, I misread it. At first, I thought it said, Tom Brady is an NFL player. And I was like, <laughs> Who's wow. Kamala Harris, right? This? That's, what I, that's what I was going to say. I was like, This is like Kamala Harris's version, like description of Ukraine, the Ukraine crisis. He which, is a football player. He plays for a football team. The NFL is a football organization. It stands for National Football League. <laughs> oh, I wish I had that one pulled, that uh, Kamala Harris video pulled up. But don't worry, I got other Kamala Harris videos to play tonight. It says, well, it took less than two months, but Tampa Bay Buccaneers superstar, widely considered to be the greatest player in NFL history, announced on Twitter his decision to unretire and return for a 23rd season on Sunday night in news that shocked the sports world. It's not that shocking. <laughs> now, I think you said you, you yeah. weren't really, you didn't yeah. really believe it. So it says, these past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates, and I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. Unfinished business, LFG. What does LFG mean? I, I don't know. Let's fucking go, probably. <laughs> probably. Brady originally announced his retirement on February 1st, releasing a lengthy statement on social media saying he wasn't able to commit 100% of himself to the game. So what's he committing now? Did, well, he, get that, uh, does, did he get that back? What I happened? I was going to say, he sat a month at home, and his wife's like, when do you fucking go back to work? <laughs> <laughs> yes. His kid's jumping on his shit. He's, just he's like, like, 
He's throwing shit across yeah. the room. Yeah, there was a Babylon him... B thing that I had read you that uh, it was like uh, Brady realizes that getting hit by a 300-pound lineman is more fun than get- staying home with his kids. <laughs> <laughs> so now Brady comes out of retirement to attempt to lead the Buccaneers to their third straight playoff appearance after winning Super Bowl 55 with the team in his first season in Tampa Bay. So what do you think? You excited about this? You excited now for next year's you know, you know uh, NFL I, season? I don't think he can do it. You don't think so? I don't think he can. I think he's because this year he puttered out towards the end of the the season. I think it's going to be the same thing. Which I don't is, think he's got the stamina to make it through a full season. Which is probably why uh, they they didn't go anywhere. Yeah. I mean, they, yes, they made it to the playoffs, but right. they didn't make. But it then to they the Super they Bowl. laid a big egg in the playoffs. Yeah. So I I think it's going to be the same. So I to be honest, I'm not really worried about it. I just get tired of the announcers kissing his ass. Oh yeah, well, they're going to kiss it so much oh, harder they are. now. Oh, right? they are. Oh, the greatest has returned. Yeah, I know. Speaking of punishment, <laughs> like we're all getting from That's him segue. coming back. Speaking of punishment, apparently Jesse Smollett has gotten his jail sentence. Says a complete timeline from Actors 2019. I don't want the whole timeline. I just want we don't need it. the sentence. Yes. He was found guilty of five charges in December. We talked about that. After being sentenced in March 2022, this was the best part. Okay, so here's the sentence here first. Let me pull the article up so people can see. Uh, it says, Jesse Smollett has been sentenced to 150 days in jail. Did, is that more than you expected, less than you expected? Uh, it's, it's actually a little more than I expected, really? to be honest. You think you I thought, thought he'd th- probably get like time served or yeah, something stupid right, like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd have to wear an ankle bracelet for you know a couple months. I don't even know if that's going to happen. It says he's ordered to pay a fine of $145,000 for lying to police about being the victim of a hate crime. The hoax incident took place in Chicago in 2019. He was found guilty on all five charges in December over his false reports of being attacked. After, this is the interesting part, after being sentenced in March, he said, I did not do this, and shouted, I am not suicidal. Yeah, that's uh, very Epstein-ish. That, well, that, <laughs> that took me from no interest in right. this case anymore yes. because it's been long over for like two, three years. Right. To uh, what? Yeah, right. <laughs> where did that come from? Or is he, or is he just trying to get more attention? Right. Yeah. Exactly. He's like everybody, everybody jokes about like when uh, what's her nuts? Um, Epstein's madam. Oh, Maxwell. Yeah. Jizzly yeah. <laughs> and Maxwell <laughs> talking about her being suicidal. Yeah. Talking about uh, um, Epstein, obviously. Um, John McAfee. He's yeah. like. What if I was the next? Maybe he was trying to put a hit on himself. <laughs> he I'm not is. suicidal. It's like, you know, if I got often people said it was suicide, I would be so famous. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He, he would be. Could you imagine if that happened to all the conspiracy people talking? <laughs> oh, yeah. Holy shit. I, I Just through discussing this now, I'm not going to believe it. He He would be the one to commit suicide, God forbid, in order... To hopefully get those conspiracy <laughs> theories going about himself. Yeah, he would. He so would. He's hoping to be for yeah. the hashtag Jesse Smollett didn't commit suicide. <laughs> That's exactly it. Man, this and guy's it, got some issues. And his his cellmate's gonna be like, no, he really did it, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I watched him. I, yeah. Well, the note here says that he didn't do it. But <laughs> you know, he probably would fail at a suicide oh, he attempt. Would. Too. Yeah, he would. Yeah. His yeah. his toilet paper sheets actually wouldn't <laughs> hold him up like Epstein's did. So. Yeah. 
That's all I got to say about him. Yeah. I, I don't have much attention. I just thought it was very interesting. Like his last words in court was, I'm not suicidal. Yeah. But but knowing him is probably a, a cry for attention. That's, most that's my thought too. I, I don't feel like anybody's really after Jesse Smollett. Yeah. I don't think anybody touched. They'd be like, dude, you dug your own hole. You, yeah, we don't have to. We don't have to do anything to hurt you because you yeah, hurt yourself exactly. plenty. Yeah, you, you, you've killed your credibility. You know, yes. I, but to be honest, I think that if you should get more time for committing a hate crime, yeah. you should get more time for faking a hate crime. I think you should get as much time as the person who committed the hate Absolutely. crime would have got. I think you should get that time. That, I, that should turn around and put on you. Yes. Like, whatever you're accusing somebody, trying to get them sent away for 25 years, yeah. you should get that 25-year sentence. Or it, same with any sentence. If you yeah. accuse, I mean, the, I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but if you accuse somebody of rape and that person didn't actually rape you, um, whatever he would have gotten, you should go to jail for that amount Absolutely. of time. If I you, agree with that. If you're fake, I'm not saying, oops, I accidentally fingered the yeah. wrong person. Ugh. Um, <laughs> but if you intentionally falsely accuse somebody of a crime, you should go away for the amount of time that person would have gone away for. Right. No, so, I agree. So if you, if I mean, if you say that O.J. Simpson murdered somebody and he didn't and yeah. he came back, then you should go to, to jail for that amount of time. Yes. That'd be an interesting justice system. I think, it would be. I think things might look a lot different yeah. if the justice system went that way. But I agree. Who knows? Um, our justice system sucks ass as it is. It so. is the worst. So this guy gets... Or it could be Saudi Arabia. Five months... <laughs> At most, and does that include his time already served? I don't know. I didn't. It didn't say that. It in didn't the say so. so. Um, either no time up to five months time. He'll be. I, I would imagine it, it's probably going to be five on top of what he already yeah. served, and it's probably going to be in a a cushy you know, cell. Yeah, minor. You know, um, you know, minor security yeah. type thing. So like minimal security. Yep. Yeah, probably. And he'll be out. Whatever. Have his own talk show. I, I'm sure he'll find a way back into the news. He will. Because um, some racial injustice, I'm sure, well, in the prison system. He'll probably come out. He probably did this in order to go into the... He's going to say he did this so he could infiltrate the, the prison system so he could expose the racial injustice right, in the yeah, prison system. Exactly. He, he, he's going to ride this wave Oh, all my the way. God. Wow. <laughs> Let's move on. Facebook. Or Meta. What do we call them? Do we call them Facebook? Do we call them uh, Meta? Let's go with Meta. Meta is reversing their stance on hate speech. Remember, they're like completely against all yeah. forms of hate yeah, speech, they're, they're all forms of calling for violence against other humans. Well, uh, they, they've reversed that oh, this week. Okay. Yeah, uh, but not, not completely. They've just re reversed it when it comes to Russians. So oh. now it is okay to post violent hate speech towards Russians. Nobody else. You can't do it towards uh, people here that are clearly criminals and assholes, sure. or um, I, I, I don't know, but Do you, I mean, for Russians. That sounds like a horrible idea. Even, I, I mean, not not just Vladimir Putin. Yeah, like all Russians. Russian humans. That sounds horrible. Right? It's like, what did they do? <laughs> so this is from MSN.com. It says, Facebook allows posts with violent speech toward Russian soldiers in specific, in specific countries. So maybe not all across the world, but specific countries get to, are allowed to... Uh, spread hate speech against Russians. That, I mean, that just clearly shows that they're part yeah. of the propaganda brigade here. Yeah, it, that's it's going to come out. Marvel Comics is going to get rid of all Russian characters. Black Widow, well, Colossus, all those guys are gone because they're Russian. Did you hear that? 
Disney is looking to cancel like Anastasia, I think it was. Yes, I did see that. They're pulling it from Disney Plus because it's kind of loosely around like some Russian princess. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's the story of uh, the Romanovs. Yeah, but but it's loosely. Yeah, it it's was... not the story of the Romanovs. No, no, it's no. Loosely it's not. a copycat. Yeah, right. Of the Romanovs. So, but, but it's a story that's been around for a hundred years. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, it, it was. I mean, it was written. I mean, it was a play. I mean, it was a Disney movie. I mean, so, I mean... Well, it, now it's not. Now it's not. But, I mean, you know... Does it, does it get pulled? Because is it in, the, like, the... What's the the vault series? You know, the, oh, yeah. Disney, the Disney well, vault? Are it, they throwing that out of the vault, too? It was originally uh, done by um, the Don Bluth Studios. So the people did, like, All Dogs Go to Heaven did it. Okay. And then Disney ended up buying the rights up for it. Oh, all and right. so, um, yeah. So... That's retarded. Yeah, but it, you know it's got Rasputin in it and all that stuff. So yeah. whatever. That's yeah. Disney taking the high road. Yeah, here. right. Disney always always fighting the, the good road. fight. Yeah. Well, well, Facebook is fighting the good fight. They should just put a little a little notice that say we hope this uh, creates conversation for uh, right. <laughs> sensitivity, trigger warnings and stuff. No, <laughs> exactly. they're just pulling that one instead. But Facebook is t- taking the high road here. It says Facebook and Instagram have instituted a temporary change in the policy that allows users in some countries to post content that's usually forbidden, including calls for harm or even the death of Russian soldiers or politicians. <laughs> the change first surfaced in a report by Reuters citing internal emails to moderators. In them, the outlet reports uh, mods are told that calls for death of Russian President Vol- Vladimir Putin or Belarusian President Alexander Lukashenko will be allowed as long as they don't contain threats towards others or indicators of credibility like saying where or how the act will take place. So, so As long s- as you don't tell us how it's going to happen. <laughs> we, we Plausible deniability, yeah. okay? Don't tell us how you're going to do it. Well, I mean, if we you want to tell details. us you're going to... That's fine, but <laughs> yeah. once you get into the where's yeah. and the how's, then then right. we got to stop you right yeah. there. We don't want to be responsible. Fifty cal sniper rifle from the Belgradian yes. tower <laughs> says in a statement sent to the Verge, Meta spokesperson Andy Stone said, "As a result of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, we have temporarily made allowances for forms of political expression, expression, quote unquote, that would normally violate our rules, like violent speech, such as." Death to Russian invaders. We'll st- we still won't allow credible calls for violence against Russian civilians. The New York Times confirmed this policy applies to people using service from Ukraine, Russia, Poland, Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia, Slovakia, <laughs> Hungary, and Romania. So only in okay. like former Soviet region. Okay, th- yeah, those just areas. people in the buffer area. Yeah, um, here in the U.S., no, not so much. Yes. U.K., not so much. But if you're in Estonia, that's oh, yeah. fine. I don't think Estonians really are violent people. I, they don't really. I know an Estonian, yeah. which I didn't even know as a country until I met this Estonian in huh. college. Uh, but they they seem relatively like peaceful people. Uh, but apparently, they're now allowed to call for death to Russians. All right, interesting. The Times also notes that in 2021, uh, Vice reported Facebook moderators received s- similar temporary instructions about death. To Ka, Ka, um, Kamani, is that oh Khomeini? Khomeini. Oh, Khomeini content and cited a spokesperson saying that Facebook had made that particular exception in certain earlier cases as well. Until he showed up <coughs> dead. <laughs> Facebook community standards regarding hate and violent speech and incitement have continued to receive updates since the company started publishing them publicly in 2018. This change is just the latest example of how platforms have modified the treatment of content originating 
from the invading countries or relating to them since the fighting began. In other words, it's just uh, spread of propaganda. It's like, well, yeah, we got to exactly. allow uh, death to Russians because uh, obviously Russians are the bad guys. Absolutely. But if somebody come out and it's like, well, Ukrainians are Nazis, you you yeah. damn bet they're going to like yeah. flag that shit and take it down because that's not the direction the right. propaganda is looking at. So the way the Western propaganda wants you to look, Facebook will allow that. And they'll allow you. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they came out with all this like January 6th committee stuff that's going around. Like somebody's like death to like insurgents or something like mm. January 6th insurgents. I mean, right. yeah, anything right. to push the mass public against yeah. right. whatever we're pushing. Yeah. I mean, against. when you think about like uh, all the propaganda against the Japanese or the Germans during World War One, World War Two, you know, I mean, that's stuff now that. You can't even see find some of the old uh, like uh, Looney Tunes cartoons because of some of the the racial uh, stereotypes that they had against the Japanese, uh-huh. right? I mean, but but now it's okay for those countries because you know Russia's the bad guys. Well, yeah, obviously. It's well, like, and then when do they get to the point where it's like, oh well, we feel bad for Russia, so we're gonna censor everything that makes Russia look looked bad. Yeah, at some point, so you know, it's flip, just flip script on it. That's yeah. what they do with everything. Yeah, apparently they they kind of revised again and came out and said and clarified Sunday or today that it is still against company user rules to share a post that calls for the death of a head of state, likely a reference to President Vladimir Putin. Do you know why they had to clarify that? Because then they could censor Lindsey Graham all day long <laughs> because he came out and called for did the assassination really? of Putin. That's right, he did. So, so now that... They probably already censored him, and then he comes out and he's like, "Well, uh, uh, you allow hate speech there in uh, Russia, so uh, you should you should put me back." And they're like, "Well, actually, actually, yeah. let me clarify. You can't call for the death of a head of state, though. You can yeah. call for the death of Russians, right? But you can't call for the death yeah. of specific Russians, Russians, especially the heads of state, right? And they probably got backlash from Russia because I th- I think Russia came out and like." Hardcore against them oh, for this yeah. for be, uh, allowing yeah uh, the the use of hate speech. I think they kicked Facebook out. Possibly oh, they may have. Let me see. I heard they kicked Instagram out. Well, Instagram is Facebook. So yeah, I know it's all the same com- All the same company it says. Uh, let's see. Putin's move to shut it down in Russia. Facebook says Putin's move to shut it down in Russia proves it's bad for dictators. Uh, Russian opens criminal investigations of Meta over death calls on Facebook. So oh, okay. that's that came out two days ago. Russia's like, hey, uh, we're going to call for criminal charges on uh, you allowing the call for yeah. the assassination of the head of a state. Good for them. And Facebook finally comes back and is like, actually, we're not allowing that yeah. kind of hate speech. But the other hate speech, yeah. that's, that's a different that, that, story. That's okay. Yeah. So, so... I was going to say, and then what, angry mobs start beating Russians to death, and then they're like, oh, well, that wasn't us. Yeah, well, well, uh, I mean, it is just Russians, though, so oh, yeah. uh, you can show that all up on Facebook, on Instagram, as a platform to show the spread of democracy into right. Russia. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you see where this goes. That, that's what happens when one company has so much control over mm. the speech, and the, not even the speech, but like... The mental direction of a right. yeah. of a culture, not yeah. even just the U.S., but Western culture. Yeah. Talk about groupthink. Yeah, and then they can—well, for, for years, it's like no hate speech, no hate speech, no violence, no nothing. Then 
Russia kicks off, it's like, well, that's okay. You yeah. you can call for violence and hatred towards them, just yeah. not specific violence. Right. Well, then next week it's probably going to come out. Well, you can call for death to uh, um, specific soldiers, but it can't be civilians. Right. Then uh, in a couple weeks from now, it's going to be like, well, I mean, Russians are Russians. They they right. they all pay the price for. Uh, Putin's action. Right. So now you can call for the death of Russian civilians because they should be holding their right. Well, maybe maybe just call for them to hold their dictator accountable, and then yeah. it in the end it comes down to you can say whatever the fuck you want about yeah. them. We're not going to stop you. Right? Yeah. They're assholes. Yeah. Russians are assholes. So what do you think? Nah, I think it's dumb. It's a <laughs> it's a slippery slope. Well, yeah. I mean. You either do or you don't. Yeah, exactly. If if yeah, it, and we said that before. If you're gonna censor hate speech, you better make damn sure it's across the board. Because right. I mean, you're just leaving the door open for yes. who decides what's like. Like we said before, like who gets to make that determination? Right. What's hate yeah. speech and what's not hate speech? Who holds that kind of power? Yeah. Well, we see Meta has decided they hold that kind of power yeah, because exactly. Yeah, that hate speech is good, but no, not so much that hate yeah, speech. Exactly. That's bad. At least give Russians the the ability to uh, use hate speech against Ukrainians. Yeah, right? they're not going to allow that though. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> uh, somebody so that it'd be hilarious. Like a West, like a Ukrainian comes out or a, an Est- Estonian comes out on Facebook. It's like death to all Russians. They're assholes. And then a Russian goes to reply. It's like fuck you. Death to all Ukrainians. And Facebook's like blocked. <laughs> exactly. Are you freaking? I mean, that's how it sounds. No, that's like. exactly what it says. Yes, absolutely. Blocked. You you violated our violence. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> And then he keeps the Ukrainian keeps posting yeah. more shit. It's like, what are you gonna do now? You can't even respond, asshole. Yeah, chicken shit. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. Speaking of ridiculous, <laughs> Vice President Kamala Hera, Hera? Hera Kamala Harris went to Poland to to smooth things over in the region. <laughs> Thank God. Of all the people that should go to smooth things over in the region. Thank God, because we know her in-depth knowledge of Ukraine and Russia (laughs) situation. (laughs) Let me see if I can find that video. Bitch about Kamala Harris while I try. Kamala Harris (laughs) needs to have her own sitcom, because (laughs) watching her up there trying to talk and explain shit is something that you would think, like, some kid who who had to cram for a test at the last minute would try to explain. And It's not even like a... Good cramming, like no, I, no. I crammed and got more information yeah, than, exactly. than she has here. And the people that are sitting there listening to your to her have to be like, "Are you really just saying what you're saying right uh, now?" But she is saying what she. It, <laughs> you got to hear this. I know you've heard it, but yeah, I'm sure everybody else has heard this too. But we got to hear like it again. Just, just when you thought Biden was the worst, for just just context, we got to hear this yeah. because we've alluded to it twice yes. today. If you're watching any level of news, even social media, you're seeing everything that's going on right now in the Ukraine. Break it down in layman's terms for people who don't understand what's going on and how can this directly affect the people of the United States. So Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So... Basically, that's wrong. 
<laughs> Thank you for that insightful experience. We are all dumber for hearing it. <laughs> I, I am enlightened. So Did you uh, we have it? a small country and we have a big country, and the big country attacked the small country, and that's bad. Do you feel like more knowledgeable since you heard that? I, I feel like I got to hear it again. Thing is going on right now in the Ukraine. Right now in the Ukraine. Break it down in layman's terms I mean, for people who don't understand. In her defense, he said layman's terms. Layman, but not dumb as shit terms. <laughs> I mean, she's well, not talking well, to kindergartners. Now, now think about that, though. Yeah. The level of knowledge Kamala Harris appears to possess. Yes. And then you tell her to break that into layman's terms. So she's taken already dumbed down terms. Right. And dumbing down. And she's like, well, I got to make this dumber than right. what I already know, which is very, very minimal. Right. So I'm going to say like four words. What's going on and how can this directly affect the people of the United States? So Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia <laughs> is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So Basically, that's wrong. Basically, basically, basically it's wrong. that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now we have the baseline. Yes. Of Kamala Harris's intelligence in the region. So yes. now we, I mean, we can clearly see why Biden would send Harris. Oh yeah, it, it, to Poland. Sending her, 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 his top person. His on this, most obviously. Well, Technically, I mean, she is the most knowledgeable when it comes to foreign policy because right. you've seen yeah. the rest of their foreign policy. Yes. It can't get, it's not much better. So I, I guess, I mean, I, it seems like he keeps sending her on missions to fail. Yes. Like, right. and she would tell you that. Instead of sending him to the border or sending her to the border, yeah. let's send her to the states that. And to beg them to not be so corrupt, right? Yeah, right. Or, or yeah, to broker a deal so they help not send people there. Yeah. So, so now we're sending her to Poland, <laughs> and apparently it wasn't great. Well, it depends on who you ask. Fox News said that she was ripped. What well, for looking to pull? We'll we'll have to watch this one because she. <laughs> they're asked, but they're both asked a question. They're both asked their own yeah. question. And she like looks to him like, uh, what am I supposed to say here? <laughs> and that, but then MSNBC is saying that the MSNBC's panel praised Kamala Harris' trip to Europe, saying she was strong and assertive against Putin. Oh, so, of course they would say that. Well, uh, let's let's start with this first one. And see, is there a video of this one? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, beautiful. Vice President Kamala Harris was ridiculed for appearing as a deer in the headlights in response to a question on how the United States could assist in the plight of Ukrainian refugees during the Russian military invasion, even appearing to look to Polish pr President Andrzej Duda, President Duda, we'll say that, okay. uh, for help. A reporter pressed Harris on the, uh, the Ukrainian refugee crisis during her joint press conference with Duda in Poland Thursday, saying that, according to a colleague's reporting, Poland would not be equipped to handle an influx of Ukrainian refugees. Her colleague said that in its current state, the refugee system in Poland will collapse because it's an improvised system that can work or, or that can work for maybe two weeks, but not indefinitely. Two weeks? <laughs> So, so they, they so virtually not at all. The Ukraine. Well, you're talking like two million Ukrainians no, flooding I know that. across yeah, the border right. right now. So I'm not surprised. Again, she she was so fantastic at solving the 
yeah. border issue here right. that they sent her to the border use for those Poland. Po- those <laughs> policies to implement for the refugee crisis yeah. in Poland. Perfect. Makes sense. Goes on to say, uh, reporter pressed Harris on Ukrainian refugee crisis during the joint press conference. Um, okay, I read that one. Says, I'm wondering what the United States is going to do more specifically to set up a permanent infrastructure. And relatedly, is the United States willing to make a special allocation for Ukrainian refugees? The reporter asked Harris. The journalist then asked Duda if he had specifically asked the U.S. to accept more refugees. So here is that video. You ready for this one? Oh, yeah. All right. Let's pull this one up. And here we go to ask you about some reporting that my colleague here in Poland noticed. He recently spoke with the mayor of the largest border town who told him that the refugee system is essentially not set up for this, that it will collapse. It's an improvised system that can work for maybe two weeks, but not indefinitely. And I'm wondering what the United States is going to do more specifically to set up a permanent infrastructure. And relatedly, is the United States willing to make a specific allocation for Ukrainian refugees? And for... President Duda, I wanted to know if you think and if you asked the United States to specifically accept more refugees. Okay. <laughs> a friend in need is a friend in need. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I first. Okay, so this time. Szanowna Pani Redaktor. All right. So, I mean, again, in her defense, yeah, she did ask two questions, one to her and one yeah, to him. Right. And it's just like, keep your, quest- yeah. like, direct your questions. Right. But, I mean, it was very easy to understand which was directed towards her and which right. was directed. Yeah, the, exactly. big, the main point of the question is, is the U.S. going to accept Ukrainian refugees? Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A friend in need is a friend in need. Ha, 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 ha. And then he's like, I'll go first. <laughs> I, I, got, I actually the, got the answer, I, I, I got this. Yes. Yes, they are. No, she doesn't have the answer, yeah. but I do. Yes, U.S. is taking actually a lot of them. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> she was probably told, don't say, yes, yeah. we're going to take some, but don't say right, publicly. Right, they probably say, don't commit to anything. And then she she is not a quick wit on the spot person. No. She's like, uh, yeah. uh, y- yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you why don't I mean, you go first? We should go back and c- count all the awkward laughing moments. Oh my god, the uncomfortable laughs that she's had just in yeah. the last year of her vice presidency. Yeah. Because I think she's laughed more uncomfortably than she has actually said things publicly. So, do, do you think that based on her performance over the last year? That she is a viable candidate for president. (laughs) Sorry, I had to ask it. (laughs) Why would you? Because they were going to try to push her on us. She was going to be the next one. But but she She, failed so miserably in her presidential run. I know, but they figured that she would be. So they thought maybe they'd boost her clout as VP and then push her. She would have the the foreign foreign. Foreign policy experience after being no. VP for a year. No, because and she would be able to slide into that spot. You've seen how she takes responsibility for absolutely oh, fucking I know that. nothing. Yes, I know. yes, she's the VP, so yes, she technically. But uh, compare her to fucking Dick Cheney. Oh, as much yeah, as we yeah. hate Dick Cheney, yes. 
do you think that man was one that's just like, oh, that wasn't my fault, that was his fault? No, no, no it was no. all just like, that was me, bitch. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's not how... only did I do this, but I did that too. <laughs> and, I, and I would do it again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but her has just been like, well, all these problems are because I keep getting thrown in these really yeah. difficult positions. And, and it's because of the misogyny in the White House. And, and uh, yeah. uh, they're, they're just trying to hold me back because of my womanhood and my race. Uh, yeah. be, they're just they're just holding me down. And yeah. it's just like, you've been given all these, like, some be- critical responsibilities. Yeah. Yes, maybe that was just things, that shit that Biden didn't want to touch. He's like, yeah. you go do this. Right. But still, those are the moments where you should be like, I'm going to, yeah. yes, this uh, is going to suck ass, but I'm going to make everybody right. see me yeah. for what because I am. Because she, she's now been on the world stage probably... I don't know about about a handful of times, five yeah, times maybe, right. and each time she's flubbed it all, and and it's always somebody else's fault. Oh, absolutely, and yeah. or she's looking to the Polish president for the answers to whether or not the U.S. Yeah. is going to take in Ukraine. Right. Yeah. Own something here. Right. You think those would be the moments where she's like, well, no man has got this shit done in the last, what, 50, yeah. 60 years. I'm going to get that shit Absolutely. done because I can. But no, it's always somebody else's yeah. fault. So no. She's a, she, she's a political opportunist. She, she absolutely is. And, yeah. um, but for you, for you to ask the question, the laughable <laughs> question, um, has she increased her clout? Yeah. No, I I think I think people would think less of her. Oh, I think absolutely. On her campaign trail, at least she was able to fake for the most part, right? And until, laugh at Doug's manhood or right, whatever. Until Tulsi called her out, but yeah, yeah no, I no, I absolutely agree. But th- that's why I'm. But again, you know that they were going to try to to use this to build her clout to slide her in there. And oh yeah, she has absolutely dropped the ball. I mean, they're trying. Like like I said, MSNBC is trying so oh, hard yeah. to to right. pad her and prop her up because this one this is also from Fox News, but it's saying how MSNBC uh, praised Kamala Harris' trip to Europe saying she was strong and assertive against Putin. Is that a different video? <laughs> uh I yeah, I I guess we missed the angle where she appeared to be strong <laughs> right. and assertive. I mean, obviously Fox News is going to only take the worst oh, of it, absolutely. but still. Yeah. Like I mean, you got to you got to speak for yourself first of all. Right. Especially being the number 2 of the number 1 country in the world. Right. You should be the one just like I got this. Yeah. Don't don't even bother speaking. Do I not. Mean, take a seat. <laughs> do, do you remember Trump, how during photo ops, he would just like push people oh, behind yeah. him? It's yeah. like, oh, absolutely. Prop himself yeah. up because he didn't want to appear that anybody else was yeah. like in front of him. Right. It's, it's not the same no. view here with Kamala Harris, at least. No. So this one, um, like I said, it's from Fox News, but it's talking specifically about MSNBC. They're shit slinging as they do. Sure. They say, this is a woman in the Senate who had senators shook you know who had bill barr shook one com commentator said i don't remember her ever having any senator shook but me neither i they, they're really padding her resume here yeah. trying trying to, to revive this exactly Re- revise history as yes. we've seen them try to do an msnbc panel praised vp kamala harris pulling press conference as a strong message against russian president vladimir putin on saturday's cross connection msnbc contributor aaron gaines or Aaron Haynes, appeared with Pepperdine University professor Nola Haynes. So we got Aaron Haynes with an I (laughs) and Nola Haynes with a Y. So we got Haynes and Haynes. Yes, very. Uh, To discuss Harris's European trip as she attempted to reassure allies against the ongoing Russian invasion of Ukraine, which she just found out yesterday was a bigger country (laughs) right next to Ukraine. And that's wrong. And that is wrong. (laughs) 
Although Harris faced criticism for a recent press conference with Poland's president, both Haynes and Haynes thought president had or the vice president had excelled. Going back and looking at the transcript between her and the Polish president, I think that the commitments were very clear. So they had to go back and read the transcript because it was a press eyesore that they had to actually read and dig into it and and look for the good in it, apparently. Because going back and looking at the transcript uh, between her and uh, the Polish president, I think the commitments were clear. I think she was strong. She was assertive. And let's not forget, this is a woman in the Senate who had Senator Shook, you know, who had Bill Barr Shook. Like, this woman is very capable in reading some of these think pieces kind of infantilize infantilize her in a way, saying, is she up for it? Can she do it? Of course she's up for it. Of course she can do it. So, why? They they must have been watching a different press conference. Well, I think uh, they're coming to her defense. Like She's like, uh, reading some of these these pieces that infantilize her, yeah. uh, she actually is stronger than what they're saying she is. Oh, I, I have no doubt that she, I mean, obviously she's gotten to her position for some reason. <laughs> not going to say how. <laughs> not going to exactly say how, but she's got the, the savvy gonna to say, get there. You're not going to say she uh, <laughs> knelt her way to the I, top? I was not going to go there whatsoever, <laughs> but she had the savvy to do it. She had something. She, had, she did something yes. right, wrong, whatever. <laughs> yes. Obviously, somebody saw something in her. <laughs> somebody felt something. I mean, saw something in her. Yes. <laughs> So this is from Cross Connection, at Cross Connection, the Cross Connection with Tiffany Cross. She goes on to say on Twitter, so her really putting her finger in the chest of Vladimir Putin and saying <laughs> that there is, there will be consequences if he continues to press forward, not only in Ukraine, but threatening NATO allies. Um, yeah, so she's putting her finger in Vladimir Putin's chest. <laughs> Interesting way to phrase that. Haynes added, and that is yet another piece of her lived experience that she really brings to this role as VP in this moment of the crisis. And that is her role as prosecutor, right? This person has to keep being, uh, yeah, um, what's it called? Like validated because right, everything right. she yeah. says is right, right, right. What right? I, I say, good. Can yeah, I get a clap? right? Yeah. <laughs> did, did, did I do good? <laughs> yeah. I mean, her role as a prosecutor. Yeah, yeah. yeah? She, she yeah. was a prosecutor, right? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. This is somebody who is used to taking on bad guys for a living and so her uh her really putting her finger in the chest of vladimir putin and saying that there will be consequences however haynes the other haynes with the y with the y (laughs) admits that harris message was likely dismissed by putin due to intersectionality of her race and her gender of course of course yes that was my first thought actually when i saw that yeah, I mean, and Putin was like, you know, she had all the right things to say, and man, yeah. she was very intimidating. But she if is she was a girl. A white man, I would probably take yeah, that. Yeah, and she's she's kind of black and ease. Yes. So i I'm not gonna i I'm not gonna justify that. You know who I would believe that Sylvester Stallone if he said that <laughs> that that'd be a different story. Racism certainly does not take a break during time oh, of conflict. God. I mean, if anything, it's absolutely present during those times. Haynes said, 
While some in media have attempted to defend Harris's European trip, her press conference was the target of scathing criticism. Critics accuse Harris of being unprepared and awkward during her joint appearance with Polish President Duda after a reporter asked a question about Ukrainian refugees. Harris was seen laughing while saying, a friend in need is a friend indeed, leading Duda to answer first. Harris's habit of appearing unprepared has been a frequent cr- a critique of her during the Biden administration. It's like, I do they not give the list of questions ahead of time? I know they do right. with Biden. Do yeah. they not with Harris? Because maybe they should follow suit with Harris, too, right. and be yeah. like, look, only planned and prepped questions are right. allowed because yeah. something as basic as, is the U.S. allowing Ukrainian, or will they yeah. make, uh, yeah, prepare for Ukrainian uh refugees yeah and she's just like uh does not compute it's like i mean jen Psaki does a better job of this to be like well yeah. at this time uh, uh the russian conflict is, is is such a bad thing and vladimir putin is such bad that there are millions and millions of refugees next question uh, right. like, yeah like she right. answers nothing yeah exactly but still addresses the question but addresses yeah. it but doesn't answer it but then like moves on and yeah exactly at least at least she knows how to like yeah. uh divert the answer away or divert yeah. the question away and without looking like a fucking moron right. in the process, yeah. but apparently the Kamala vice president has not learned that has not learned that skill just yet. <laughs> um, she is clearly not political material. If you no. can't speak like in circles politically like that, how do you ever plan to run right. for president? Maybe that's yeah. why she did so bad. Not yeah. only because she was a female and you know the glass ceiling Absolutely. and shit, but the Absolutely. fact that she can't politically talk in circles right. when answering a question. Yeah. She, I mean, she appears to have. The wit of Woody Boyd from Cheers. I mean, it's just, yes. yeah. So that leaves us with a few incidences to come out of this war. And some of them are like, oops. And maybe we should start calling these uh, a Kamala. Like, yeah. The, oh, you pulled a Kamala. <laughs> yes. Well, a couple of different countries have pulled Kamalas that could potentially lead to escalation of the war or yes. potentially like kick off. NATO's influence in the war. Yeah. Because there was a few of these oopses this week, and one, not so much of an oops, more of an intentional thing. So uh, the first one, the intentional one, was apparently a missile was fired at the U.S. consulate in Erbil, Iraq, reportedly from Iran. That's interesting. Now, why would Iran fire a missile at the U.S. when they're trying to reestablish the nuclear right. negotiations yeah. as we speak. Maybe it's to get their attention. Be like, guys, we're still here. Yeah, exactly. Don't forget about us. <laughs> Apparently, it was in response to, um, there was uh, an Israeli strike near Damascus earlier this week or last week and apparently that was in response to that. Isn't Damascus in Syria? Yeah. Apparently, there was an Israeli missiles that hit, or an Israeli strike that hit near Damascus in Syria, killing two members of Iran's Revolutionary Guard. So they get pissed, and they're like, well, um, Israelis, Americans, same thing. Let's shoot American consulate in, yeah. Ira- in Iraq. So this says, uh, this from Daily Wire, says multiple rockets were reportedly fired towards the U.S. consulate located in Erbil, a city in northwestern Iraq. S- several mis- missiles hit the consulate building. A source close to the matter told the Associated Press. One of the officials said the ballistic missiles were fired from Iran, AP reported. The attack comes several days after an Israeli strike near Damascus, uh, which killed two members of Iran's Revolutionary Guard. 
The AP added that Iran's state-run IRNA news agency quoted Iraqi media acknowledging the attacks without saying where they originated. Axios is also reported reporting that a source at the U.S. State Department claimed there is no damage or casualties at any of the U.S. government facilities. Hmm. We're looking into the reported attack near Erbil, a Pentagon spokesperson told Axios. State Department spokesperson said the incident is being investigated by the government of Iraq and the Kurdish regional government. I'm glad they got their top people on that. Well, then they go on to say, we condemn this outrageous attack and display of violence. And so there's there's a little video clip, which I thought was interesting. It was just fun to watch. Right. It's like 4th of July. Yeah. Only blowing up on the ground. That'd be scary. Yeah, it would. So, so, but they are saying there's no casualties. There's no casualties. Apparently, no damage. That's odd. Did they miss? I don't know. It said one of, um, it said one of them hit yeah. the building. So how is there no damage? Right. I mean, those are pretty big. Yeah, explosions. Yeah, no shit. It says the Jerusalem Post provided more details. Um, also based on independent open source intelligence accounts. The videos were reportedly shared by Iranian civilians showing missiles being fired from Iran at the time of the attack, with at least one of the videos being geolocated to a site in Kazabad in eastern Azerbaijan province of Iran. So, so that's bizarre. And it, it says no party has taken responsibility as of yet. Iran has threatened retaliation in days or the of the aforementioned alleged Israeli airstrike. So there's that. I mean, so what do you do? Do you think that maybe they're covering any casualties because they don't want to mix it up with Iran? Um, I don't know. I mean, do I, I, I feel like they probably don't want to piss off Iran because um, where are we going to get our oil for? Because you had well, seen that article yeah, that was like... <clears throat> yeah, Iran's thinking about using uh, oil as leverage to get their uh, nuclear privileges Yeah, so back. the U.S., I don't think, wants to poke that well, bear any uh, more than they but are. But also, I mean, Iran and Russia are allies, right? So Iran, maybe Iran's like, shit, <laughs> we, can, we can poke the bear and they're not going to do jack shit to us because they're not going to want to start a conflict. Well, listen to this. Michael Doran, a senior fellow at Hudson Institute, tweeted... If this report is accurate and Iran indeed launched ballistic missiles at U.S. targets in Erbil, this is an act of war, pure and simple. The U.S. has no choice but to respond appropriately. So this yeah. guy, at least, at least this this person, um, yeah. Mr. Mike Doran, senior fellow of Hudson Institute, says, you know what? While we're at it, why don't we just include Iran? Let's right. go. Let's go yeah. fucking have a war in Iran yeah. because I mean it's bad enough with Russia. Uh, uh, we we need to go fight in Russia, but what if what if we also fought a war in Iran? Right, and then you might as well throw China in the mix. And Absolutely. Then why not Syria? And then we Absolutely. could uh, we I mean gotta get Venezuela Africa. and Cuba in there, yeah. right? Let let fuck it. Let, let, let's all let's throw fight down. Them all. Shit. Let's fight them all. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. It says I presume the Iranian attack on Erbil was a response to Israeli killing of Iranian colonels in Damascus. 
Doran said in a separate tweet. The message from Tehran to Americans is, Reign in the Israelis or we will escalate against you. I fear the White House will indeed blame the Israelis and not Iran. This guy really wants... Yeah, he really wants uh, He really wants war with yeah. Iran. I mean, what's his, his... Why would Iran... Why target a consulate building rather than a minor target in in Israel. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't make sense why they would target an American. Well, according to Mike here. Yeah, I know. Mike thinks we need Mike to. Mike says, well, we're trying to get the Americans' attention to say, hey, shut them up because. Uh, right. Get get your boys in line. Basically, that's what it sounds like. Huh. So, I don't know. I, <laughs> It's bizarre. Yeah, it is. But the oopses are more bizarre. Because yes. in a, in a situation as we have now, where anything, whether intentional or unintentional, right. could spark World War Three. Right. Like, the wrong move could spark the end of mankind yeah. as we know it. Yeah. It, you better make damn sure that, like, bombs don't fall where yeah. they're not supposed yeah. it, to. It, it's almost like, you know, after the George Floyd thing, you know, and, and there was all the, the protests, right? Uh-huh. But for some reason, police officers kept, like, shooting or, or beating up african-americans even though like, the tensions are, are up it's like stop and then all of a sudden it's like we're on the verge of world war three and companies or countries are having oops yeah it's like, it's like uh, dude what are you doing like in <laughs> india accidentally fired a missile into pakistan I, I don't know how you can accidentally fire a missile no <laughs> that's not something you oh shit damn it i, I didn't oh crap i accidentally hit that button uh you got um 32 minutes uh East, right? Oh, I thought you said West. Shit. <laughs> like, how does that happen? <laughs> I know. It says, this is from BBC, it says, India says it accidentally fired a missile into Pakistan on Wednesday, blaming the incident on a technical malfunction during a routine maintenance. <laughs> they, they were dusting the board and actually hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Whoa. Shit. Whoa. Shit. Here, hold this. <laughs> and he just like puts the rag down and like sneaks off. Like. Del- Delhi says it, it was deeply. <laughs> Delhi said it was deeply regrettable and expressed relief no one was killed. <laughs> we laugh. <laughs> but this could, this stupid shit like this could end the world as we know it. I know. That would be the way it would end, go. <laughs> because what if Russia accidentally dusted the nuclear button right? and <laughs> shot a nuke? <laughs> That's it. Oops. Oh, man. Well, apparently Russia was like bombing a city that was like 10 miles from like the Polish border, I think, this week, and um, the U.S. was like, they better be careful, because if one of those ends up being astray, that's that's on uh, NATO territory, and all hell's going to break loose. It's almost like, come on, just a little closer. Yeah, right, right, just yeah. Just a little closer. Yeah. But <laughs> Pakistan's military said a high-speed flying object had crashed near the eastern city of Mayan Chinu, and its flight path had endangered passenger flights. Wow, that would be scary. Can no you imagine shit. a missile just oh flies by? <laughs> Both countries have nuclear weapons. I'm glad they threw that in there. <laughs> Thanks for that <laughs> sentence. It's in a paragraph all by itself, I know. too. It's like they wrote the whole thing. And then they're like, you know, oh, this we needs, need to add this. This needs people need to be aware that both countries have nuclear, nuclear weapons. weapons. In a statement, India's defense ministry said 
on March 9, 2022, in the course of routine maintenance, a technical malfunction led to the accidental firing of a missile. The government of India has taken a serious view and ordered a high-level court of in- inquiry. Islamabad warned Del- Delhi to be mindful of the unpleasant consequences <laughs> of such negligence and to avoid a repeat. You better not let that shit happen again. <laughs> oh, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Pakistan's Air Force said the missile traveled at Mach 3, three times the speed of sound, at an altitude of 12,000 meters, and flew 124 kilometers in Pakistani airspace before crashing. So this flew 77 miles into Pakistan before it finally came down. That's insane to me. That is crazy. Well, then Pakistan realized, you know, our surface-to-air like missile defenses... They probably should have been on this, too. <laughs> they should have worked. <laughs> yeah, so so maybe we all learned something from this. <laughs> this is a real teachable moment, people. <laughs> Everybody's just like, fucking, it's a fucking new guy. Every damn <laughs> yeah, time. Exactly. Some, some boot lance corporals out there asked to freaking sweep the freaking dust, dust the off the, the, the missile system. Hey, watch this. Let's get the noob guy, the noob to watch him. Well, listen to this, oops. A stray drone from the Ukrainian war crashes into Croatia carrying a bomb. So it's not in Russia, nor is it in Ukraine. And it's a drone, and it crashed into Croatia. The best part of that is, I mean, like I said, the the one city in Ukraine that uh, Russia was bombing was right on the border of yeah. Poland or whatever. I think it was Poland. This had to cross like three states to get to Croatia. Right. Yeah. It's not like it was just like, hey, we're going to drop it here. And it's like, oh, the wind and it just crashes <laughs> off course and crosses the border. No, this blew across three states. three states. That's crazy. And was armed with a bomb. Jeez. So it's a military drone. Uh, that apparently flew all the way from Ukrainian war zone over three NATO member states before crashing into an urban zone of Croatian capital was armed with an explosive device, Croatia's defense minister said Sunday. The Soviet-made aircraft, so just because... Now, now we got to take this into perspective here. Yes, you hear Soviet-made aircraft, you immediately think that comes from Russia, right? Right. It's a Soviet-made... that makes no sense to me because drones didn't come out during the Soviet, Soviet era. Yeah, exactly. So you think it'd say like Russia made Russian aircraft made, yeah, if right. it was in fact Russian. Yeah. But both countries being former Soviet Union, right. that could come from either country. Right. Yeah, exactly. The Soviet made aircraft crossed Romania and Hungary before entering Croatia, slamming into a field near a student dormitory late Thursday. About 40 parked cars were damaged in the large explosion, but oh, no geez. one was injured. Traces of explosives and clues suggesting this was not a reconnaissance reconnaissance aircraft were found. We found parts of an air bomb, Croatian Defense Minister Mario Banizic said at the crash site. He said that this further raises a question about whether the drone belonged to Russia or Ukraine. There are elements that indicate it could have come from both, like like I said. It's a Soviet-made. In other words, hey, this could come from either or. Air crash investigators have pulled most of the drone's remaining parts from a large crater it created on impact, including a partially damaged black box that should reveal the drone's flight path. So we're going to we're going to find out. Yeah. Do you think that either way, let's say this came from Russia or Ukraine, who's 
who's looking at the black box? And is, right. is whose side is Croatia on? Are they? That's a good I, question. I I'm know. not sure whose side yeah. they'd be on because this could easily turn into a red flag, no matter who. Right. Like uh, a false flag, not a red flag, oh, a false yeah. flag. Yeah. No matter whose side it was from, they they could easily say they're on Russian. Um. The the side of Russians. Yeah. The investigators could be like, oh, this is clearly uh, made in in freaking Tallahassee, Florida. So right. this is a U.S. thing. So let's let's further this escalation. Russia, Russia, you got our backs, right? Or less surprisingly, if they were on NATO side, they could point this back at Russia. Croatia is a NATO member. Fuck. Yeah. So either way. Yeah. Somebody's going to get paid off to say that this was Russian. Yeah, exactly. to say, oh, uh, your your drone intentionally was flown into Croatia, Croatia, oh. and now and apparently Croatia is pissed at NATO for not reacting to the drone crash. So maybe Croatia was flying this drone around and crashed it themselves, <laughs> and we're like, now can we go to war with Russia? Because we've been wanting you guys to go to war with Russia for a while. Was Croatia one of the the countries that was like trying to invoke the that fifth or whatever? Uh, um, I don't see that. So um, let's see here. I can find some more information without having to subscribe. All right. Yeah, this does go on to say Croatian officials criticized NATO for what they called a slow reaction to a very serious incident and called into question the readiness of the military's alliance member states to respond to a possible attack. So they're really trying to ramp this shit up out of all of this. If they weren't before, they definitely are now trying to say, hey, uh, this was an attack on a, a NATO ally, so you should do something about this. Well, okay. <laughs> apparently, uh, and this just, uh, okay, apparently uh, the president of uh, Croatia says that he will pull his troops from uh, NATO forces if there's an escalation in tension between Russia and Ukraine. So he doesn't want them to escalate. No. But he wants NATO to respond. He wants, he wants NATO to respond to the, the drone. So so what what does he want them to do? Well, I don't know, because I have to subscribe to that paper oh, if I want to. fuck that. Yeah. We don't pay this garbage. Yeah. So Croatia does or does not get bombed by Russia. Croatia says, uh, you guys need to react to this, but don't escalate to war, because if you do, we will pull out of NATO. Right. Now... Why are they a member of NATO then? Just so people could have their back? Because, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that NATO at all should go to, I mean, obviously through the last few episodes we've talked about, we don't think we should go to war, that NATO needs to keep the fuck out of it. But the whole point of joining an alliance like NATO is, I got your back, you got my back. But it sounds like Croatia is like, well, if somebody attacks us, you better have our backs. But if NATO escalates this, we don't have NATO's back. And Okay. It, um, all right, so ABC News. Got it. Okay. So um, Croatian officials criticized NATO, Sar NATO Saturday for what they said was slow reaction to a military drone that apparently flew from the Ukrainian war zone through airspace of three NATO members before crashing in Croatian capital. The Russian-made unmanned aircraft— Oh, this one specifies Russian. Yes. Crossed Romania and Hungary before entering Croatia and slamming late Thursday into a field near a student dormitory. Some 40 parked cars were damaged. Mm -hmm. NATO said the alliance— in Integrated air and missile defense had tracked the object's flight path. <laughs> oh, we were we were watching it. Yeah, we saw the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we didn't think anything of it, but yeah, we saw it. 
But the Croatian prime minister said the country's authorities were not informed and that NATO <laughs> reacted only after questions were posed by journalists. We can't tolerate this situation, nor should it have ever happened, Prime Minister Andrei Plenkovic said while visiting the crash site. This was a pure and clear threat, and both NATO and the EU should have reacted. We will work to raise the readiness, not only for us, but for others. So he's pissed at NATO for not doing anything. Okay, so, so what, what does he think? Well, uh, it does sounds he think like they should retaliate, or he just thinks that he thought their they, defenses should have been able to pick it up and take it out. Before well, they it, did pick it up; they just didn't they take just it out. Just watched it. <laughs> and they're just like, "Oh yeah, we meant to say something." Yeah. Uh, just, just so you know, there's a, a drone bomb. Yeah. Oh, oh, it already blew up. Oh, my oh, bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then you guys are on it. We don't need to do anything. <laughs> so again, uh, do you see? Okay. With this whole thing, right, and it's showing all the bullshit that that NATO's got going on. Do you see uh, these nations withdrawing from NATO? Um, I think if that's a good question. Yeah, I, I I feel like a lot of them are getting irritated that the U.S. isn't doing enough. Right, and I feel like I I could see deals being made. Mm-hmm. Where they're just like, you know what? Um, we don't really like them. Right. We're going to form our own alliance here. That's uh, an Eastern Europe alliance, and we'll have each other's backs. Yeah. But I don't know because um, on top of that, Russia has all the nukes. U.S. has the right. second amount of nukes. Nobody else even comes close. Right. So they either got to be with NATO or Russia. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I mean, they are at risk of um, being obliterated off the map right. at any moment because. U.S. ain't going to have your back if Russia fires a nuke at you. Absolutely. But, um, but, and um, America's hardly shown, you know, that they're the big dog on the block with all this. Right, so. right. So I, I think they'll get pissy about it, but I, yeah. don't, I don't know that anybody's going to shift out of that until yeah. the U.S. no longer holds that amount of power. Right. Then, then maybe, but not mm. so much. Um, we're going to talk quite a bit t- tomorrow about, like, the potential nuclear war, the effects of nuclear war, like— our protections or what what should we should do to pre- protect ourselves against right. nuclear war and all this because of oopses like this right. i mean clearly it it wouldn't take much no to spark if that drone hit the hit the dorm right right and killed you know hundreds of students yeah and then i i feel like croatia would be singing a different tune absolutely they'd probably call on NATO to have their backs, but then right. they'd still pull the troops out. <laughs> right, like, exactly. You guys got to come fight for us, but we're not going to yeah, fight exactly. for us. <clears throat> so, um, or imagine like the guy that shot the the missile into to Pakistan from right. India. It, yeah. Imagine if that hit like a public building. Right. I mean, I don't know whose side they fall on in this whole conflict. But well, India's India's got close relations with Russia. Yeah. Um, and uh, but they also have some close. Relations with the U.S. too. Yeah, they, they were the do. one. Yeah, they were the ones did that the could whole, go either war. Like yeah. when we did like the whole alliances, India was like, well, kind of you, but kind of you, yeah, and exactly. kind of China too. Yeah. Uh, Pakistan, Pakistan's the shady guy because yeah. Pakistan's just in for their own. So yeah, they don't give a shit about any of them. Pakistan's the one that kept sending uh, Taliban fighters right. into Afghanistan to blow yeah. up U.S. people. So yeah, uh, that could go either way. Yeah, um, that 
Either way, who cares what side they're on, even if a conflict started right. somewhere else yeah. in the world I mean, at I the same time as We this. give money to both countries so that they don't use their nukes. So they don't don't blow each other up. <laughs> exactly. Or anybody else. So, uh, yeah, they were very clear to point out that both countries yeah. have nukes. So, yeah, right. So in, in such a volatile situation, it's just like, man, people better really pay yeah. attention to what the hell they're doing. Absolutely. Make sure they're, like, Cross-check and double-check their yeah. coordinates uh, for their their uh, explosive ordinates. Yeah, Make right. sure they're falling on the right side. If sides. I was Pakistan, and I would wonder why the fuck they had a missile armed at their country anyways. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's just like, so you accidentally shot off a missile that was pointed. Why? Yeah. Why was it pointed there? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Just... Tomorrow we're going to learn more about the how volatile this whole situation is. I yeah. uh, just these these were just obviously hilarious to me. Yeah. Even though again they could have sparked nuclear apocalypse, right. but yeah, but it's still laughable for it us. Is. I mean, it we got to laugh through. Oh yeah. The apocalypse. So. Absolutely. <laughs> we're the type that um, the sirens will be going off. We'll see like the the missile, and we're just gonna be like, <laughs> look, there it is. Here it comes. <laughs> it's like, what do we do? What the fuck do you want me to do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bend over, kiss your ass goodbye. That's yeah. about all you can, right? So yeah, we are overdue for getting out of here. This has been an interesting one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there is some Russia peppered in here, but we got to laugh at Kamala Harris. Yeah, we got to laugh at the guy cleaning the the <laughs> missile buttons, and um, Tom Brady's coming back. Yes, which was not a laugh worthy story. No, but. which was out of all of this, the worst. That's the worst thing the that worst. could happen. <laughs> it's funny we laugh at the accidental <laughs> missile shooting into Pakistan. <laughs> But what, damn, when it comes to Tom Brady, we take fuck that shit serious. That. <laughs> All right, make sure you come back tomorrow night for that live episode. That is as every Monday night, uh, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time is when we stream that live. It's going to be an interesting one. I'm sure yes. we're going to take laughs. we're going to take a serious situation and make it way too not serious because that's what Absolutely. we tend to do. Uh, check us out all over social media as always because we want to make this a bigger and better and more interesting thing so share it all over the place share it with your your spouses your moms your husbands and wives and children and all that stuff uh so we can get the shit out there and get our name Absolutely. out there um uh, otherwise enjoy the rest of your weekend the couple minutes you have left of it uh the government took an hour from us today I so know. we only Damn have it. so much left i know fuck the government and taxing us i know and then they take our time taxing our time yes have a good rest of your week we'll catch you tomorrow night goodbye the Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zelinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and Tio Jacobson. A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On the Run podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.